Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan for the fans of the Houston Astros. Here's your host, Rob Fontenot. Welcome back to another episode of Astros Baseball. In this episode, we're going to go over the Astros and Seattle Mariner series. If you watched it, I appreciate you tuning in. A lot of times when the Astros play bad, you guys don't want to come listen to what I got to say, so I appreciate you tuning in. And if you didn't see the games, I appreciate you tuning in as well, and we're going to tell you what happened. Before we get to that, let's tell you about our sponsors, Ram Shirts. It's the company that brought you Crush City Tees. They offer custom printed and embroidered apparel. They offer directed garment printing for small runs, screen printing for larger runs. You can follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Ram Shirts. Visit RamShirts.com for all your custom apparel needs. Brand new shirt, Air Yordan. Go check it out, ramshirts.com. There's a link on the page to go to Crush City Tees where you can look at all the Astro stuff, get you a custom shirt. You could make your own custom shirt, or you can order a regular shirt that he has already and put whatever you want on the back. It's pretty cool. But speaking of Jordan Alvarez, in Monday's game, he got the scoring started with an RBI single. We're diving right into it. Brantley scores. It's one to nothing. Kyle Tucker got a sack fly in the first inning as well. Correa came in to score. Astros cruising. They're up 2-0 to zero after the first inning. Bottom of the second, a player that I will not even try to pronounce his name got a solo home run. That made it 2-1. to one. Bottom of the sixth, Moore, a two-run homer, made it 3-2. to two. But the Astros come back with a... RBI single in the eighth inning by Tucker. That brought in Yuli Gurriel, ties things up. And Jake from Rake Farm, Jake Myers, RBI single. Kyle Tucker comes in to score, 4-3. to three. Astros win. It was a game started by Luis Garcia. He pitched five innings, gave up five hits and two runs, had six strikeouts. Uh, Rayleigh pitched an inning. He gave up a home run. Maton picks up the win. He pitched one inning, had a walk and a strikeout. Stanek, one inning, three strikeouts. Struck out everybody he faced. Presley picks up save number 22. He had a walk and a strikeout. Just let me tell you this, folks. If I sound different, I worked all night and I'm tired. I can hear it in my voice that I'm tired. So bear with me. The Astros had four runs on 11 hits. Seattle, three runs on six hits. Yuli Gurriel, two for four. Tucker, two for three. Jake Myers, two for four. Every starter had a hit except Aledmus Diaz. 
So we go to Tuesday. It's Lance McCullers Jr. who gives the Astros five innings. He only allows four hits. No runs, three walks, and three strikeouts. He throws 102 pitches. Garcia comes in. Taylor comes in. Neither one of them give up a hit or a run. And then Graveman comes in. There was uh, some issue on Monday about Graveman was ready for the eight, but they went with Stanek, who actually did really good, and it worked out. People are criticizing Dusty. Somebody said he wasn't ready. He's not mentally ready. He's tired. I don't get that. But he pitched a third of an inning, gave up two hits, a walk. He hit a guy, and one of those hits was a grand slam. And you know who hit the Grand Slam? The guy he was traded for, former Astro, Abraham Toro. Offensively, Correa went two for four. The Astros had six hits, no runs. Correa got two of them. Seattle had six hits. So they got the same amount of hits, but Seattle had a Grand Slam, and that's the difference in the game. It was Kendall Graveman. Could only get one guy out. So Wednesday, Jake Odorizzi gives us another five innings. All three pitchers gave us five innings. Garcia gave up two runs. Lance McCullers gave up zero. And Jake Odorizzi, if I tell you Jake Odorizzi goes five innings, only allows two hits and one run, he walks two and strikes out seven, no way the Astros don't win. The Astros had nine hits on zero runs. Bregman and Brantley both had two hits. They left eight guys on base. The Astros were 0 for 5 with runners in scoring position. The only score of the game was a sack fly by Abraham Toro. So my tweet of the series was this series, the Mariners won the Toro Graveman trade as an astro fan you have to be happy for abraham toro he had a big game the last time we played him he had two big games here he had a grand slam that gave him the win he had a sack fly which was the only run in the game but the astros go two games in a row two games in a row without scoring but before you panic, let's talk about the standings. The Astros are 78 and 55. They're 5 and 5 in their last 10. They've lost two in a row. Run differential plus 172. Oakland is five games out. They went 3 and 7 in their last 10. It's okay. We're going to be fine. Seattle is six and a half games behind. Seattle is six and a half games behind, and we just lost to them two games in a row. They're six and four in their last ten. We're going to be fine. I don't want you guys to panic. It happens. This is the year we play better at home. We're going to be fine. 
It, they just get in these slumps where they can't score. I don't know why. When I was in New Mexico, they were scoring runs galore, and for some reason they can't hit anymore or they can't score. Looking at the standings in the East, Tampa Bay is up seven games on the Yankees, and they had won like 13 games in a row. Then they go on to lose four in a row, and they won their last game. And Boston, who was leading the division most of the year, they're nine games out. So whatever was happening to them that they were winning all those games, that's not happening. But the Yankees, just think about it, folks. Think about the high that the Yankees were riding on a 13-game winning streak, and they're still seven games behind Tampa Bay. They barely gained any ground at all. You look at the Central, the White Sox are 10 games ahead of Cleveland, 15 games ahead of Detroit. In the AL East, Atlanta is two games ahead of Philly. Milwaukee's ten and a half games ahead of Cincinnati. The Dodgers are now winning the AL, I mean the NL West. They are half a game ahead of San Francisco. The Dodgers are stacked, folks, I'm telling you. And San Diego, who was one of the most talked about teams at the beginning of the year, they're 14 games behind the Dodgers. They're going nowhere. So if the playoffs ended today, it would be Tampa Bay number one, Houston number two. Then that's what I'm saying. Don't panic. If the season ended today, we would be the two seed. I know how you feel. I feel the same way. Like, why can't we score? But you can't overreact and say, okay, this team's not going to win the World Series. They might not have the talent to win the World Series before these two games. But I think they do. I'm just saying. It's a possibility that you could say that before. But don't let two games change your mind, folks. We're second. We're second in the AL. Chicago White Sox third. Yankees fourth. And I just talked about how Boston's nine games out. Now New York's seven games out. But they're both in the playoffs. And they would have to play each other, and that would be pretty awesome. One game, a one-game playoff between the Red Sox and the Yankees. And the winner would get Tampa Bay, who owns both of them, in my opinion. We would play the White Sox, which, you know, we did good against them. They did good against us. Dodgers, number one. Milwaukee Brewers, number two. Atlanta, number three. The wild card team, San Francisco and Cincinnati Reds. How cool would that be to see Cincinnati finally making the playoffs? So our next series is against San Diego. It's at San Diego, so Friday's game is going to be late. Here's the pitching matchups for the series. Brought to you by Dugout Mugs. Go to dugoutmugs.com and swig for the fences. They had, you have to, if you follow them on Twitter and Instagram or whatever, or Facebook, they always have little contests, little things for you to enter. I entered one yesterday. And it said, you know, hit, you know, text the, the, the word super. 
to this number. So I did it. And in return, they sent me a code to get 40% off. So you're talking about a 60-something dollar mug ends up being somewhere in the 30s. So 40% off. That's good. So go to dugoutmug.com. Follow them on their social media pages, and you'll you'll have chances to win dugout mugs, and you'll have chances to get coupons. So just want to throw that out there for you. So Friday's game is at 9-10, a late game, West Coast. And you know who's starting? This series is going to be cool. This series is going to be really cool if you look at the pitching matchups. If you don't know them, the suspense is growing for you. Starting Friday night, Jose Urquidy. He's back, folks. Jose Urquidy is starting against Jake Arietta, who is 5 and 5-12 with a 7.13 ERA. That almost makes me think it's some other guy named Arietta, but I think it's him. Saturday. So Friday you get Jose Arquiti, but look what you get Saturday. At 7.40, it is Framber Valdez. Framber Valdez versus Joe Musgrove, former Astro Joe Musgrove, who is 9-8 with a 2.85 ERA. I think he threw a no-hitter earlier this year. I watched a game on TV at Buffalo Wild Wings, and he was pitching, and I think he didn't even allow any runs, and they won the game one to nothing. Joe Musgrove, it's going to be awesome. And then Sunday is Luis Garcia, and this is at 310 against Paddock, who is 7-6 with a 4-9-8 ERA. Predictions. We will win Friday as Urquidy takes on Arietta. Valdez against Musgrove is going to be a very low-scoring matchup. Very low. The Astros are going to have to find their offense to win any of these games, but I have confidence in them. They're going to win Friday. Saturday's going to be close. They're going to win Sunday. The Astros win two out of three. That's my prediction, and I'm sticking to it. They will come back. Don't panic. If they do bad, they're at home next week. I'll be at the game next Saturday, 9-11. If you're there, look me up. If you follow me, let me know you're going to be there. I'll take some stickers or something. But anyway, thanks for tuning in. Don't panic. Astros are still winning the division by five games. And the team that's closest to them has lost three. They have only they have only won three out of the last ten. We're good. Don't worry about it. Things happen. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time on Astros Baseball. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Be sure to subscribe to be alerted when there's a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.